Hey everyone, thanks for visiting for WeddingPhotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. Okay, with this episode, I want to start off by saying thank you to the almost 30 photographers who went ahead and purchased the DVDs with the five weddings that I'm offering to photographers. Um, so if you didn't catch the last episode, check that out when you get the chance. So there are, in this new DVD set, which is actually just one DVD because I was able to compress it down enough, um, it's one DVD, it's five weddings, and 8,700 wedding photos from those five weddings uh, that I actually captured this year. So, you know, like I mentioned in the last episode, it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes it's just really helpful to just see what other photographers are capturing, how they see the wedding day, what they're doing, and, you know, of course, uh, there's one thing to see a, a, a wedding photographer's you know, their best work on Facebook or even on their blog. Uh, but it's a different story, you know, when when you're sharing hundreds and hundreds and thousands of photos uh, with photographers, and it's literally the photos that the bride and groom end up receiving. So check that out. If you're if you're interested, just shoot me an email, lewis at lewistorres.com. Again, uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone. So far, 28 photographers went ahead and bought them. Uh, and surprise, surprise, with everyone's DVD, uh, when they receive it in the mail, um, I actually threw in my Photo Junction templates, which I used to sell for $195, and um, I actually just threw it in. So all of you guys that ordered it, you're going to receive the five DVDs and the 50 templates that I created uh, a couple of years ago, uh, it, which is actually what I personally use when I design wedding albums, so that's useful. If you haven't tried out Photo Junction yet, check that out, photojunction.com. Uh, but today's episode, let's move forward. Um, today's episode is changing the wedding day's event, or, or the actual uh, day's event. So um, this past weekend, I shot a wedding, and here's the problem with shooting weddings in the fall, especially if you're on the, the northeast um, is it just gets terribly dark way too early. So I don't know what the heck, I don't know if it's that I overlooked it or if the bride did, but regardless, um, I'm talking to the bride a few days before her wedding, which was last Saturday. And, uh, she tells me that her, that her ceremony is at 6 p.m., and 6 p.m. might as well be midnight. Uh, not really, but close to it. I mean, when the ceremony started at 6, it was unusually dark and way too dark to take what I think would be beautiful photos, which, you know, are the photos that you tend to take during the summer when, you know, at 9 o'clock there's still sun. So I'm talking to the bride, and she wanted, seriously, just a traditional wedding where her and her husband don't see each other for the first time until she's walking down the aisle at the church, which is fine. But here's the problem. If the ceremony is at six, the, the ceremony was only going to be about 30 minutes. It ended up being 40. Once that was done, everyone left the church and I took photos of the entire family. We were done with photos at the church at 715. 7.15 p.m. might as well have been 3.30 in the morning because that's how dark it was already. So knowing this and having the experience throughout the years of having worked with um, couples who 
didn't care that it was going to be dark terribly early and other brides who didn't even realize that it got it, that it's it's way dark a lot earlier than they thought you know so so I'm talking to the bride uh this was Thursday and I just told her listen the problem that you're going to face with getting married at the Mohawk River Country Club is that you're paying more because it's a beautiful venue and it's beautiful only when you can see it if you can see it it looks gorgeous if you can't it doesn't matter <laughs> because you can't see any of it so i told her listen you know of course she's the client right i said listen either way i'll be there i'll take photos you know but from my personal experience i think you're going to be so just heartbroken at the fact that you didn't want to see each other for the first time earlier in the day. You didn't want to go ahead and uh, see Dan earlier um, where we would still have the same experience of them seeing each other for the first time. So they would still, in fact, have that same, uh, ex uh, that same emotional roller coaster of anxiety, of, of being nervous and you know, seeing each other and being sad and happy at, all at the same time when it's daylight out. So we can go ahead and take beautiful photos um, when you can see everything. So I just told her, listen, I think you're going to be heartbroken if you don't do it that way. Because I've had brides in the past, and this is me clearly telling her. I've had brides in the past who decided that they didn't care. That they are going to stick with their tradition and see each other for the first time at the ceremony. Only to have photos that are, you know, not to say that they're dark, but, you know, the whole background is dark. So you miss out on, you know, taking what I think are beautiful photos. If, and especially if you're getting married at a country club where it's just giant rolling hills at a beautiful golf course. Um, you're going to miss all that. So I told her that she can either be like the brides that say, I don't care. Who ultimately tell me after the fact, when they receive their photos... You know what, Lewis? We should have done what you suggested and taken photos earlier because all of the photos at the country club, at the golf club, at this place, at that venue, at this beautiful venue, you can't see the background, and that's the issue. Or you could be like some brides who didn't even think about it, you know, thought that the only option they had was to see each other for the first time at the ceremony, realize that, hey, you're absolutely right, that a late ceremony means that all of my photos are going to be dark. Um, so they'll, you know, I've had brides who ultimately decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to go with your idea because it makes sense. And those brides are always the happiest. So, of course, Renee, awesome Renee, decided to see each other for the first time earlier in the day, which was amazing. It was awesome. And... Of course, her mom and dad were a little disappointed to the point that she was crying the night before because she told her mom and her mom just lost it on her. And she stuck to her guns and said, listen, I understand, you know, it's not 1980, like when you guys got married. Um, you know, back then it was just, you know, hey, that was that was the tradition. You, you didn't have the option of seeing each other earlier in the day it just really didn't exist. Uh, but now, 
you know, couples are a little more open, open-minded. They're, they, they understand that, you know, if they're going to get married at a beautiful venue, they want to see the, the actual background. Um, so we did just that. And I took photos of her getting ready. And I took photos of Dan getting ready early in the day. And I ended up putting um, Dan up on a bridge at the Mohawk River Country Club. I had Dan, uh, I had Renee walk up behind Dan tap him on the shoulder. They turned around, saw each other for the first time. Renee's crying. Dan's smiling at her. They give each other a big hug. And we immediately started taking photos. I took the two of them, took the entire bridal party, broke it up, bridegroom with all the girls, bridegroom all the guys, uh, the entire bridal party, Dan and just the guys, uh, Renee and just the girls. You know, you just break it up. But the good thing is the fact that you can see everything in the background. I took beautiful photos of the two of them. It was, you know, it's one of those days, especially if you've been shooting weddings for a long time, where, um, and, and it's just, it happens every once in a while, where at a distance, here are all of these beautiful dark clouds, but it's offset with this bright sunlight that's coming from over my shoulders, so I'm able to crank up my f-stop, which makes the sky look absolutely gorgeous and makes the two of them stick out like a sore thumb. So that's just luck. But even, you know, even if I didn't have that as the setting, at the very least, I suggested something that worked. And it worked because I had to sell it to her. I had to tell Renee, listen, you're going to love your wedding photos and you're going to love them because you can see the background. You can see the beautiful weeping willows at a distance. You can see the beautiful greens at the, uh, at the, uh, the golf course. So I sold her on this dream of having beautiful wedding photos versus, well, if you don't do that, then your photos are going to be dark and miserable and gloomy. You know, you, <laughs> that's how you have to sell it, right? You can't make the opposite seem like it's the most exciting thing. You have to make it seem like it's awful. You're going to hate your photos. Um, so I did that. It worked. The photos turned out absolutely beautiful. Um, Renee's parents were fine at the end because I had my 30-inch monitor and they were able to see the photos that I took earlier. And the two of them were just raving about the photos. And this is Renee's parents who were kind of upset with her. Um, so they, you know, of course, uh, dealt with that and they clearly were okay with it at the end. Um, but more importantly, Dan and Renee at the end of the night were both like, dude, we're so glad that we did that because, you know, not only did we go ahead and take beautiful photos and of course I'm showing them all these images at the same time that I'm taking the photos, but, you know, I took all these beautiful photos, I posted them on my, on my slideshow, uh, during the reception, um, but ultimately, in the end, they both came up to me, and they both loved the photos that I posted, and they're so happy that we did that, because after the ceremony, instead of starting photos with the entire bridal party, now, all we did at the church was take photos of the family members, which took like 15 minutes. We got to the ceremony, um, uh, to the reception, maybe at a quarter to eight, and their entrance wasn't going to take place until 8.30, so they were able to get in there early, 
And they were able to eat, they had drinks, they were just able to relax. And then the DJ, actually the band eventually, um, you know, welcomed, welcomed the entire bridal party and the bride and groom into the main room. Um, so everything worked out perfectly. But listen, as a wedding photographer, you have the right to voice your opinion because you have significantly more experience than a bride and groom who are attending their very first and hopefully only marriage or wedding that they are experiencing together. And for the most part, you know, most, you know, what, what, you know, your friends that aren't in the, who don't work in the wedding industry, how many weddings have they, could they have possibly gone on in their entire lives? 20, 30, you know, if they're older, 40 in their entire lives. Dude, I shoot 40 weddings a year. Trust me, I have more experience than the next most experienced person that I know uh, who's gone to the most weddings of anyone else. So, just understand that it's okay to describe how the two options are going to potentially look like. Um, and of course, as a photographer, you have more experience, so you are going to like a certain look versus another look. And for me, it's daylight. You know, what photographer, you know, doesn't rave about natural light and being able to shoot in daylight versus, you know, okay, everyone, now I have to pull out a bunch of, uh, a bunch of lights and take photos of you guys and uh but even still don't forget i don't have a sun in a little light that will brighten up the entire background so you guys are going to have to deal with that so you almost have to sell it a certain way also and let them know hey in the end you're going to love your photos if you if you take my suggestion and run with it and i'm glad that they did they're glad that they're that they did also and um and everything worked out. So, you know, there's nothing better than a happy client who sits back and says, thank you. You, you, it, I love my photos. You know, I'm glad that we did exactly what you said. So, um, so just remember that couples really do appreciate that. You know, don't be shy. Um, never be shy. That's not your job. Your job is to share, you know, what you've experienced throughout the years and, um, and just understand that, you know, you are going to be the person that most couples will rely on for help, especially if they don't have a, uh, um, a wedding planner on their side that will help them as the uh, day progresses. You know, the, you're that person. You're the wedding planner. You're the wedding coordinator. You are there until they get to the reception um, and someone else takes over. So just know that that's your role. You're the wedding photographer, but, you know, don't, don't, and don't feel shy when you book a couple to let them know, hey, listen, I'm available. You need anything? You call me. You need a florist? You call me. I had one bride who fired her wedding videographer and her florist, and she's like, talk to me. And I just referred her to two, to two other people, and, you know, we just kept running with it. So, um, so just know that you need to be there for them, and it's the right thing to do. And in the end, that's what you're getting paid for is to share what you've learned throughout the years and, and helping them out. So, don't be shy. Just change things if you have to. If you think that the way they have things in order doesn't make sense, won't make sense, you know, interrupts you with taking your photos. You know, who cares about what anyone thinks? You let them know what your opinions are, uh, what you suggest. And in the end, if they take your suggestions to heart and they run with it, then, you know, it, it's already said, you know, I already know that they're going to love their photos um, because, because you just have more experience. So, 
All right, everyone, you guys are the absolute best. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And for all you guys who went ahead and bought the DVD, thank you. You guys are the absolute best. And for those of you guys who have not listened to my podcast, shame on you. If you were here, I would kick you so hard in the shins that you'd see tomorrow. Um, check that out. Check out the previous um, um, episode. And, uh, and again, the, the DVD, it's just one DVD. I thought for some reason that there would be so many photos that it would end up being uh, spread across two, but it's actually just one. Uh, but again, it's five different weddings that I captured this year with 8,700 wedding photos that you can go through. And, you know, in the end, it's just a tool. And the more tools you have, the better you're going to be. And it's seriously, this, you know, every wedding is start to finish. It's um, bride getting ready, groom getting ready, um, ceremony, uh, shoes, um, jewelry, everything you can think of, it's captured, ceremony, reception, uh, formal portraits of the family, uh, photos of just the bride and groom, cutting of the cake, garter toss, you know, whatever goes on in the average wedding, they are there along with the creative photos that I like to take and that you guys like to take also. Uh, but definitely check that out. Again, it's only 50 bucks. You can PayPal it over to me, uh, shoot me an email first through Facebook or through, uh, or to lewis at lewistorres.com, and I'll get back to you guys and ship it out the very next day so you can get it immediately, and we'll go from there. But again, thank you so much. You guys are the absolute best, and as usual, I will talk to you guys soon. Yeah.